0: We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes beyond the Walking Dead universe. Sometimes we give you news, sometimes we make you laugh, but most times we go deep. I'm your host, David Cameo, and I'm joined by Cosmom Zero and Rachel Burt, Charity, aka Blazy Gardener. Bridget, KOdeshify.com slash pumpky brewster. That's P-U-N-K-Y-B-R-U-Y-S-E-T-E-R. And today we're here to talk about The Last of Us's season finale episode titled Look for the Light. Now, do you remember what we're supposed to talk about? I was
1: gonna say that you need to change your intro a little bit because lately it's been most times we make you laugh and sometimes we could <laughs> <laughs> be.
0: Yeah! <laughs> I think you need to switch that up a little bit. <laughs> we should just say, "News, laugh, deep."
1: <laughs> That's it.
2: <laughs> Moving
0: on.
1: Sometimes we bring you news. Sometimes we go deep. But most times we make you laugh. So That's we should so we switch True. the order.
0: Most yeah. times we make you laugh. Right. Sometimes we go deep. We don't like to go. If you keep going deep, she might not like it. It's a- <laughs> Thomas. You proud of that one? Anyway, thanks, Charity, for that right. one. Thank you very much. Anyway, we're here to talk about the episode. Maybe, right, Sharon? Maybe. Maybe. We might not. Actually, I have I have quite a few things to say about Ooh. this episode. I have several, which is not unusual.
3: I have none. <laughs> so, I have no things. Lies
0: and slander to yourself. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> So first things first, there is some housekeeping that we need to do. Interestingly enough, because at least for two weeks, it was rumored that Bella Ramsey would not show up for the second season. And then the span of three days, <laughs> no, two days, the news cycle said she may show up for second season because we were even talking about it on Sunday. And we were saying like, oh, oh it's so sad. They may have to, st- I know why they may have to switch her out because, you know, she doesn't look like it's five years later, even though she is five years later, she's 20. Yeah. But in In the span of two days they cleaned all that up she is going to be showing up for the second season okay so let's talk about this episode and i want to clear it up obviously by going to the flashback first sometimes you have to start from the beginning make your way through but uh as i was watching it for the second time finally I um I really got a chance to be with myself and with my thoughts on how really, truly special it is that Ashley Johnson got to birth her character. And I mean, I'm not a, a trained actor per se, but there's something about owning that character while you're playing it and always having a special place in your heart. You defend the character. You know, we've seen this in many interviews. Okay, when we were interviewing Teo and we were, we were saying, justify Sebastian Milton's actions on The Walking Dead. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to defend tooth and nail, you know, because that's my guy. That's the guy I'm, I'm inhabiting, right? And so it must be something special to be the person, the you know, basically Ellie's mother, Anna, and birthing that character into the world. That's like a, just like another extension of the character she got to play. And I listened to some podcasts and they talked about it a lot. All right. She was on the Last of Us official podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The first thing I thought was
1: she looks so familiar. It's driving me insane who this girl <laughs> is. Yeah. So I had to look it up. She was on Roseanne. She was DJ's little mm-hmm. over-the-top girlfriend in in like the last couple seasons of Roseanne and I was like I knew I'd seen her somewhere it was driving me nuts so she
3: was like mini Roseanne yes
1: she was it was like a real
3: Freudian yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. so she was basically like Ellie she was like a little Ellie in training (laughs) (laughs) she was also in the movie nine months with Hugh Grant and Julianne Moore she was Tom Arnold's daughter I think
0: oh man yeah, dating me right now
1: she had a crush on Hugh Grant it was so funny I get it I
0: I still have a a crush on Hugh Grant
1: one of the things I noticed when I was doing the rewatch today was when she came through the woods and came out and saw the house it very much was a reflection of the little boy at the very beginning after the 20 year time jump Mm. the little boy at the very beginning as he walks through the woods and then opens up the trees and there's the QZ and then she walks through the woods and opens up the trees and there's the house it was very much the same
0: really clever and that was because you did this what well, you didn't say you watched the whole almost the whole thing today yeah was it? I,
1: I left yeah I left out three four and five because I didn't have time but I watched one two six seven eight and nine right
0: so you got to you got to get that yeah. insight
1: in I'm not even anything that was major but I just caught a lot of things the other thing I noticed is she of course lies to Marlene and tells her that the cord was cut before she was bitten she starts with a lie and we end with a lie because Joel lies to her
0: I like tying that into also Marlene because Mar- Marlene is like could have been kind of like Joel had she not given Ellie away to Fedra, but did so in order to keep her safe. This is my theory, and I'm going to stick with it. But she does this. She does this to keep her safe, the cure essentially safe. Maybe I don't know. We don't know. But she does give her away. Well, and also probably to just make sure this kid has a life after her best friend sacrificed her to have this baby.
3: Well, it doesn't seem like she really wants anything to do with Ellie. Honestly, it seems like it's probably too painful to be around her, and so I think it was more like. I just can't deal with this. I'll make sure she's alive, make sure she's okay, but I'm not gonna be the one to raise her. I'm not gonna do this.
0: Right. I thought that the show did a very good job of, or let's say even, she did a really good job of making me feel sympathetic for her, in a way, even though ultimately, there is something about her that I I can't abide, in a, in a sense, that she's so ready. I mean, I get why she is so ready to cut down Ellie for this cure. I get it. And anybody who has, like, a utilitarian sense of mind would as well. You know, the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. But at the same time, there's that and there's also showing the struggle of that. And out of anybody, anybody on the show, even though we don't get to see all the losses she's endured, you have to figure that in an effort to try to keep some form of humanity up, that she's had to lose countless, countless people along the way. And she describes it to Joel. She said, we lost half our people and of the five that were just meant to protect me, we barely made it to to Salt Lake. City. Barely. Then you have to think of the beginning of the episode when they show this flashback. I mean, how many people of those people did barely made it to the safe house? Because Anna says, it's me. like As though she's supposed to be there and she's supposed to meet up with other people from the Fireflies or whatever, for their friends. But yeah, there's she's encountered so many losses and it shows on her face. She's sick of this shit. She's sick and tired of losing people. Similarly to Ellie by the end of this episode. What was all this for if I couldn't provide the cure? What was all this pain and trauma that I endured? What was that all about? Why did I go through all that? With Ellie, it's like a micro journey. And she's a kid. And we feel, obviously, we feel worse when it's a kid. But with Marlene, it's just countless 20 years worth of lives lost for a cause, just like Ellie. In the
1: rewatch, I noticed uh, in uh, the episode in the um, mall that Riley says she was recruited by Marlene. And she asked Marlene if she could bring Ellie with her. And of course, we know that she knows who who Ellie is. So my guess is she just put ellie in the in the orphanage because she's like this is my hands are washed of this i did what she wanted i got her here safe she's in the safest place she can really be they put riley in the mall to make the bombs and to you know be a sentry or whatever so i'm guessing they probably came looking for riley and they found riley dead yeah. and and ellie bitten but then she realized who ellie was and realized well look this she's got to be immune because maybe her mom didn't tell me the truth so i feel like she had washed her hands of ellie you know when she put her in there but then when riley came back she kind of dragged her back into
0: it
3: it's almost as though she's not even washing her hands of it though because
0: just to clarify from sorry from Sharon, D, when you say wash your hands of it do you mean like get she's rid of like, it, or I'm, like i did my right, job no I, right. I did my job. Okay. She's here safe. And
1: yeah. now she's in she's in Fedra. I'm not going to keep tabs on her or anything like that. I did what I told her. I okay. I did what I promised I would do. I got her safe.
0: Okay. Sorry, Bridget. But then
1: through Riley, she was reintroduced to Ellie and kind of forced back into her life through Riley. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry, Bridget.
3: It's okay. The interesting part about this is Marlene is unintentionally putting Ellie into an oppositional position from her. She's like, I'm washing my hands clean of it. I'm going to put her in the orphanage. Well, all of that is run by Fedra. So what Ellie end up doing. She ends up working her way up in Fedra. She would have maybe worked her way up higher had she not gotten bit because she was she had bought it hook line and sinker the whole thing. You know, like she was there?
1: Marlene felt that Fedra would be done. They would have overthrown him by then. Okay, this is fourteen years later. Did they think it was going to take twenty? Also, let me just say this really quick. No wonder they weren't able to overthrow the QZ if they can all be taken out by one fucking dude.
3: Oh my god, dude! Seriously, they're the worst. (laughs) The
1: whole he took out the whole fucking. What have I been saying?
3: No wonder
1: they couldn't fucking overthrow well, Fender. Like, what okay.
3: stormtroopers these people are. What, didn't she say, didn't Marlene say it took, I brought four people with me and all of them died?
0: Right,
1: yeah. And yeah. Joel, does it, Joel.
3: Joel does it with a little girl? Come on now.
0: <laughs> it was all her, though. You know, but I believe it. When I saw the infected attack, Anna, it really kind of reminded me how way superpowered, like, OP'd the infected are. Then there's people, and which we've seen also, they fucking suck too. Excuse my language but they're awful. Raiders are probably the worst. But sorry, I don't know what impressionable audiences are watching this show.
3: What? What just happened? <laughs>
0: Since what, when do we what, what do
2: fucking mean? apologize?
0: We've said so much worse things. S- speaking of apologizing, you had your hand raised. Let's just keep going. But What, what, yes, it, what, what did let's. you want to say? Yes, right let's here?
2: keep going. While we were watching, I 100 called these assholes stormtroopers. I'm like, why? What can they? Why can they not fucking like? Joel's coming around the corner, and the guy like starts shooting into the door frame <laughs> to, to like alert his presence. And then Joel's like, Oh, thank you. I didn't know you were there before. Pew pew pew. Like what? <laughs>
0: I'm sure they were aiming for the doorframe.
1: Last week, Pastor Dave was like point blank with Ellie shooting at her. He still missed. Yeah,
2: still missed. Also, I want to go back (laughs) to the beginning for a second. Maybe I missed it. I do sometimes on first watches, but we don't get a whole lot of information about the relationship between Marlene's group and Fedra at that time. So, is it possible that 14 years ago, they still believed in Fedra? Maybe Marlene handed Ellie over. You know, thinking, okay, this is, this is okay. They're still the good guys, or, you know, they're still trying to do, to do good. And then it was later that she's like, oh, these guys suck and we need to rebel against them. So I thought about that and basically you're (laughs) wrong. But I usually re- I, am. It's okay.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I'm see. But here's the thing: you always come up with something that allows me to kind of bring up something that was why, in the notes. and then you can prove me wrong. No, no, no. But more to the <laughs> point, that like, okay, you bring up an interesting topic that I can say, oh, I thought about this. What are they out here to do to begin with? What, we don't what know. Is She doing? We don't know. We do. Do we? Do we though? <laughs> Okay, a couple things, and Sharondy might know this too. I mean she missed, she skipped the episode, but a couple things we picked up along the way in some of the episodes was Fedra obviously has no bones about population control, especially in the beginning, but throughout their reign on the QZs. If a baby is to be born in the QZ and it doesn't fit the allotment of rations that they have according to the ration cards, well, that baby gonna go. And so what we do know is that has happened. We don't know the, de- the degree, but she says specifically, we left Boston QZ to have, I don't know to have the baby, but like they left Boston QZ and then a baby is being born and then they're supposed to go back. And here's why you're wrong.
2: <laughs>
1: I thought that they were like on a mission or something and they were headed back to the QZ was what I was my feeling on it.
0: Well, let me let me ask you a really big question. Why would you bring a nine month old a nine month pregnant lady on a mission?
1: She's Ellie's mom. Why don't you try and stop her from doing what she fucking wants to do? Yeah. Also, I don't buy that.
2: Was she on her way someplace else? Because Marlene literally turned around and still turned this baby in. So if rations were an issue, wouldn't they have killed the baby anyway?
1: They're fireflies and that was their safe house that they were hanging out right, at. Right, right. But what are you gonna do if you're a firefly, what are you going to do with a fucking newborn baby? You don't have any kind of pediatric support. There's no fucking baby food. There's no one to help. You're on the run. What the fuck are you going well, to do? Apparently, they the baby?
2: can do pediatric surgery. So-
1: they're set up in a hospital and i think that's bullshit too the which we'll talk about later but um where where what else what is marlene gonna do with this fucking baby so she takes exactly to what she orphanage, did and there's only one orphanage in the qz so that's
0: where she had to go but was, we know they're happy to take babies so that they can indoctrinate them while they're young right yeah so but you just I mean, win, talked about win-win. killing
2: them for rations
0: no, no, no. We're talking about population <laughs> control. So you're not allowed to have a baby unless you have like a pass or a permit to have a baby. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. The mission so just, was well, she to, ran
2: away. So she ran away to have the, have the baby, baby. In the same but then turned. But Marlene turned around and then turned the baby in anyway. Well, I mean, you lost one of the population, right? So, it, so it's all because so, mom and died and they don't the know where the baby stay, came
0: from.
1: But the right, baby exactly. doesn't eat the
2: same kind of food mom does. No little portions.
1: They could take the baby to an orphanage and tell them anything. Their parents died. We found this baby.
3: They would have to smuggle her back in because mm-hmm. QZ entry points require testing and she would have tested positive because mm-hmm. it's in her blood. So they go. had to have, they smuggled her.
0: Which goes back to my theory. <laughs> Marlene, well, I, we don't know that she had the cure. Obviously, she had said, oh, I, I cut the cord before I got bit.
3: Well, there's a lot Marlene, of things we don't know. We don't actually don't know their baby. relationship either. We just know that they have known each other since they were young. We don't know if they were friends. We don't know if they just happened to go to school together. I could see this guy, Will, that I I was friends with in like eighth grade, but I don't talk to him anymore. We follow each other on social media, right? I grew up going to school with this guy. If I saw him in the zombie apocalypse (laughs) ended up fighting together because you know him more, I know him more than I know my next door neighbor because we don't talk to them. Well, then suddenly that bond becomes strengthened, but it doesn't mean that that bond was initially there but
0: do you really feel that way
3: we don't actually know anything about their relationship well
0: but there's knowing and there's feeling i mean the emotions that were kind of telegraphed across the Anna and Marlene. But how many how many times have we talked things? about
3: how an apocalypse accelerates those connections, especially in The Walking Dead? You live a lifetime in the span of a month. If they've been together for since everything fell, then yeah, they're going to be super close, and more so than just the random person that you happen to survive with. You're going to be close to them too, but you're going to be closer to someone you knew before that, and it's just because I they knew yeah. you. Yeah. They knew you before, before the fall.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, but, but what is that all to say though? Just to well, I mean.
3: Does- that's around. what
1: happened with Michonne and um,
3: Jocelyn Jocelyn. Okay. Jocelyn. Jocelyn.
1: Yeah. You know, gotcha. she knew her from before, so it was all good. She yeah. was safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just or, or I'm so just saying talk.
3: that like there's so much about that flashback that we just don't know. And that's okay. It's it's up to you to create whatever little minuscule, you know, relationships and storylines that you want to in that. But
0: I have mm-hmm. I have news for you. You're wrong, because that's the show.
3: <laughs> Dave <laughs> no, suck it. <laughs>
0: We're supposed to tell people how to feel no all all the time. No. Right? No? Right, Rachel? Who looks dead in the face? She don't like it. Anyway. She
3: don't like it. You know what, Dave? You know what, Dave? uh, You know what you need to hear? Dave? You're wrong. You're wrong. wrong. No.
2: No, I no, I kind of agree. I I definitely agree too because we don't the only thing we know for sure that happened in that flashback was that Ellie was born and her mom maybe died. Did we even see her body?
0: Okay. Oh, oh, dang. Oh, I think dang. she was shot Not point this. blank Not in the head. This.
3: Not this again.
0: <laughs> I didn't see a body, though. Did, <laughs> it, but did I see a body? I still think Bill's going to show up in the season premiere of the, se- the second, second
3: season.
2: I mean, we didn't see... No, we saw them. We, didn't we see them? We no, we didn't saw see them. the
0: bodies. No, we didn't
2: uh,
1: see
0: the oh, bodies.
2: I, I think... Bill. I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. Frank is. Alive. If Frank is alive, oh god, <laughs> poor guy. No, Frank's
2: Frank's Frank's dead. Me
0: is disco. Uh, Who is yeah. Ellie's dad? Good question, Thomas. I was thinking about that also, but it's I that that is something that if that's speculation land galore. But if you want to try, Captain Kwong, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> anyway why he was uh, pushing her to succeed eliza just says no and she says boom because she's probably responding to some things oh maybe about me, me being wrong anyway mm-hmm. wait
3: we boom. need we need to boom, go back a little dave.
2: bit we need to go back a little bit further
3: thomas says one of these days dave will finally cut his discord, <laughs> and then he spelled my name bris did j- d- br- j- jet let's see your garbage pail sized cup of soda that's, that's a popcorn the, that's bucket. The- <laughs>
2: That's the traditional Irish spelling of your name, there. Yes, right. yeah, yeah. The Galan. <laughs> I cut out of the audio uh, podcast. Was so
3: Lois, boring. Lois, Lois said, agree. And I don't know what that would have been to at this point. I'm sorry, Lois. Then Thompson. Thank God to they, all
0: my insights. Obviously, thank
3: God no, for the pediatric ward and the big sign that pointed <laughs> to where Joel had to go. By the way, yes, in video, that's yes. in the video game. It's in the video game. So that is that goes way back.
1: I mean, I know we had to have time for Joel to kill a thousand people, but why would you have the surgery so far away from where everybody else is? To, if you need well, then- something that's in the pediatric unit, then fucking move that instead of having. Everything like this, I don't know. It was
0: just weird. Like it why is made down here at the end of this? Because I hall? think I think Rachel's gonna say what I was there gonna say. There should be
2: other operating rooms in that hospital. There well, should no, there's be just many. one operating there's, room. There's a specific there be reason. Many operating though.
0: rooms. It's brain surgery. So that S- so you, you can do, do brain that? surgery in an operating room. Imagine you hear suddenly hear loud sounds. Ah! Oh shit! I just I just cut the cord <laughs> in her head. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never worked in a hospital, but I believe
1: that there's like a suite of <laughs> operating rooms. That's all operating rooms. There's not an operating room in the pediatric unit and an operating room in the ICU unit. The operating room is down somewhere else, and they're all together. You take the people there.
0: I'm gonna squash this like right now. Does it matter?
1: I have it's the reason. It's annoying. I have it's the reason. Why?
3: It's because <laughs> so they needed because to it, set up a Punisher. You remember the recent Punisher with John Bernthal? They had to course. set up Punisher in. And- the prison they just set up that scene again with joel where he's just like murking mm. people left and right it's like the same Talking thing. About season
0: two the start
3: of oh, season yeah. two oh,
1: it's yeah. like the best he scene in the to kill whole a show. thousand people
3: it is. i did like the
1: way they shot that though with the sound muted and muffled and, and the high it's a
2: pretty song with the pretty, song, yeah. with the pretty music soundtrack
3: thank god it went faster than the video game because that part of the video games goes on a really long time Right, you'd think anyway. there was
0: like a whole army behind them, right? <laughs> anyway, actually, so but no, it was also a good opportunity in the beginning as he's going to the theater, the operating theater. You had said the elephant, right? The little mural of not mural, but like paintings of zoo animals. The monkeys, which another callback to, I think I bet it was monkeys that started the pandemic, right? But the monkeys were all doing the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. You couldn't make it out at first, but when when I had it a little bit bigger on my computer
2: screen, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was, your computer's bigger than Tom is tv i don't think so
1: <laughs> there was also a polar bear so i guess that I meant they were on so. fucking lost island yeah yeah a little
0: nod to lost why not yeah. why not what's wrong with yeah. that Sherry?
1: okay to go i'm back. gonna maybe keep that's, reading comments that's the polar
3: distance <laughs> okay thomas said <laughs> how way, could hi you, heather how could you miss anything on the first watch with dave being so quiet
0: <laughs> to be fair, it's you judgment. guys were answering me. Judging. And we were all pretty excited. To be
2: together. I can't say shit because I talk through first watches too. You can ask Sharon D. I talk. I'm making <laughs> did you commentary. Sharon
3: did you just roll your eyes? Did you just roll your eyes?
0: That's why I watch them first.
2: Because <laughs> I'm going to talk I through them. I watch them it first. Yes. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, I'm just as bad as Rachel. We're just going back and forth like furries. Uh, furries? What are those things called? Furries. Furbies. 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 <laughs> Excuse me!
3: Whoa, a deep-seated well, confession! You okay. caught it David is very fuzzy it,
0: of all of us. Like, wouldn't it be Rachel and me that would be furries? Like, look at her head. I mean, it's just a first, living furry.
2: There. Look, look at his look at his arm. Obviously, yeah. Look at this
1: thing. <laughs> Discuss why Dave. That's why Dave <laughs> professes to not like animals. He's trying to hide the deep dark secrets I'm that the real animal. Them. It's
3: because he he's loves. a wolf.
1: You and did hear so, my profession, though. In the okay. car, right? It's okay to love your pets. Just don't love your pets.
0: <laughs> we we had like a whole conversation in the car about how I hate that people have city pets sometimes because this is I feel bad for the pets.
2: Oh, that's fair.
0: You know what I mean? And and it just we doesn't figured make it sense, out. Though
2: so, it's not the animals that David hates. It's the, it's the people that it's the it's people really. that yeah. It's the owners that allow. Their asshole pets to be assholes. Mm. Yeah, that and like to not care. How for I feel them about properly. children.
3: I was gonna say yes. it translates yes. over yes. to kids too. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So same, same. That's the other kids.
0: thing. You know how I don't want to have kids, and so like when you treat your pets like I mean, I'm sorry, I'm attacking most of you. I'm so sorry. Really, I am. <laughs> this is where but, we're gonna
3: draw the line. Hard but when line when right here. you treat
0: but your continue. no no no, but you might agree with me on this. But like when you treat them nope. like babies. <laughs>
3: no, I don't do right? that. Gross. There
0: you go. So that, there's a that's difference. Just, and calling them your children. No, that's no
3: hard. I hard sorry, no. Sharon
1: Maybe I don't oh, know. sorry. I call them my fur babies. Fur babies.
2: There's a difference.
1: They're, they're not. My fur. They're not
2: flesh children.
3: I don't.
1: But they're I don't fur say babies. this is this is, is. I don't say this is my daughter MJ flesh. or my daughter Sarah. These are although, my
0: fur babies. That's although, why I don't call them my kids. Although on a drunk night you might, and I'd be okay with that. See, the thing is, I know you. So you kind of you slid <laughs> under the under the wire, <laughs> so you could get away with it. Like if I don't know you, I'll judge you immediately. <laughs> there's there's comments, aren't there? You want to read them? Okay,
3: yes. No, um, Heather the name says in my emo band. Yeah, flush <laughs> flush children. children. <laughs> She said it, and you guys just blew past it. And (laughs) I was just sitting here like, you
1: have to, you have to specify because Dave, (laughs) being a robot, would not have flesh children. So you (laughs) I would not have any.
0: Actually, I wouldn't even have a computer copies of me. You have little baby. You're like a little
1: baby bender with a little bottle of not even that. (laughs) The world is not ready. He brings a a microchip on
2: screen, and he's like, "Look what (laughs) I had, guys! (laughs) It's it's a Raspberry
0: Pi clone of me."
2: Look at my microchip. <laughs> I can I that's can hook it up to a big screen he said, TV.
1: That's why you said Furbies, right? Furbies. Robot Furbies.
2: <laughs> the robots.
0: But now you have it in your head, the way Rachel and I sound when we when we were watching TV. It's like,
2: oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, oh okay. You, so it's you two
3: are just like <laughs> angry. you two are just sitting there going like do oh <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ka, ka, ka. <laughs> Pretty much, Ooh. yeah. It was just, <laughs> okay, and Thomas cool. was
2: like, so right, "I'll join in on awkward. this." Super um, awkward. No, he was not. Thomas is like, "Shut the fuck up before I punch you both in the throat."
0: <laughs> so, speaking of Anna, <laughs> after the baby's born and Marlene's walking in, she's actually singing to Ellie. "The sun always shines on TV" by Aha. I don't know if you mm. caught that. I did, did not. You? Okay. The significance of that is actually twofold. One, it's Aha. We heard that in um, Left Behind, the episode two episodes prior. Second, is that it's actually not just a spiritual sequel to Take On Me. When you watch the music videos back to back, one is like a sequel of the other. So when The Sun Always Shines on TV starts, it's like the end credits for the first video for Take On Me. Mm-hmm. And what it's supposed to convey is basically the way obviously TV distorts our own reality. We always think think things are always going to work out and things always work out on TV and it makes us delusional about our own lives how we look at our lives and we think everything's great you know we watch know TV no we at- don't well when we watch tv we think it com- at the very least it comforts us
3: oh so i can ignore my life
0: <laughs> exactly right. right that's the sort of the point point. and then when you finally take a look at your life you, you don't want to right it, yeah you're let's right let's go back like. to tv right so but which
2: is which I just just say, in tv world i'm just kidding
1: <laughs>
0: i just try to equate my
1: life with what's going on in tv like if this is a parallel to my life is that way i'm living in
0: fantasy all the time cool
2: right. exactly is like better than Real life.
0: Well, in terms of the show, though, what do you think that that specific song is saying about the show?
3: Well, it's 80s, Dave. 80s means trouble. Mm.
0: But is it more the thing that, like, the expectation that I'm going to have this kid and everything's going to be great? Or is it also like maybe things don't always work out the way we planned on it, too? Ellie wanted to go in for the cure to do (laughs) the thing that she she thought was going to be her purpose to save humanity, the thing we were saying every episode, right? And uh, didn't work out quite the way she had wanted it to right guys
3: yes i'm sorry but you said the you said the cure during it and you didn't laugh and and i just couldn't handle it
1: (laughs) ellie ellie's going for the cure like she's going to a fucking concert i know
3: (laughs) she's just really into robert smith dave
0: (laughs) i don't get it (laughs)
3: cure you just blew past it it was
2: like mm-hmm. it was just it was so ripe. funny mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no there's Come a specific
0: on. reason why i didn't really think about it because i was trying to make a point
2: <laughs> <laughs> point You're just like we make that interested on this show
0: <laughs> <laughs> what lois lois said um
1: so are you saying she knew she was gonna die okay that was the point i wanted to bring up after going back and doing my rewatch today yes i think Ellie already knew she was going to die. I think after she tried rubbing her blood onto Sam and it didn't work that she knew that she was going to have to. And then there, like I said, I saw all kinds of little foreshadowing things as I was watching today. Okay. At the beginning of, the, of this episode, she's still so down and she's so depressed and she's so quiet. First of all, this has got to be a couple of months later because everything is spring they were in deep fucking winter right and now it's springtime and i looked at on the, i looked at it on the map salt lake city is northwest of boulder or denver where they were so they did they went back northwest so they, they probably this has hold been a out couple of months too this has been a couple of months at least kids are resilient man she would not still be that depressed and upset and so quiet over that she she would bounce back i'm not discounting anybody's trauma i'm just saying, she's young, she's resilient, she has other, she's bounced back from Riley really quick, she bounced back from Tess really quick. I feel like she wouldn't still be depressed over that, but the closer they get to the city, the quieter she gets, and I think it's because she knows once she gets there that she's gonna have to die in order to make the cure. Hmm. And there's a whole bunch of little, just little things throughout the show, especially after Sam, that make me really even think that even more.
2: I can see how she might think that. I mean, we had a whole discussion about this in the car as well that's not how vaccines work that's not how that works she would not have to die
0: usually right? and even
2: if she rubbed Typically. her blood on someone and it didn't work even if the cure came from blood, you think they're not going to spin it, separate it, do something to it. They're not just going to take her blood and inject it into somebody else. And then that's the cure. There's got to be more to it. So as a kid, I can see how she might think that.
1: Especially a kid with no not... access to any kind of education because there's yeah, no internet. I, there's no encyclopedias. They're, what are they teaching
0: him in school? They're not teaching them that shit. You know? So like, what the fuck does she know? For Well, let me start with the sweet before I go to the sour. You got me to think of something that I hadn't thought of. I had Attributed her mood in the beginning of the episode to the trauma that we experienced in the last episode, which I mean that's for us really, rather than for her. But then you kind of explained, yeah, a significant amount of time has passed. Why is she feeling mm-hmm. this way? I didn't think about that. Of course we didn't. We just watched the last episode. We're traveling really far distances in short periods right. of time. Fresh for us. So thank you. F- so thank you for that. And I'll go back to that. But why I don't feel that way is that she says in the episode, she says, "I'll follow you where wherever you go when this is all over." So
1: that was something else. And, but she said, "In the moon, like, you're not going to go to like, I feel like she was like, no matter where we go, even if I'm dead,
0: I'll go wherever you go. Okay. I don't, S-
1: I think that was something else. That was another thing that stood out to me.
0: So wait, so wait, I'll this is, this is great. Right so here. I could interpret it two ways and I'm totally fine with it. Right. One, Ellie too lies to Joel, right? She knows that she's going to have to die. <laughs> Right? Are you making fun of my fingers and pointing at it- now?
2: No! <laughs> no! <laughs> <What>? I <laughs> made an ET reference! <laughs> He's so oh.
3: self-conscious! What are no, you making fun of my like- fingers? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> my fingers!
2: Leave my hands alone, guys.
0: <laughs> On the one hand, Ellie, too, could be making could be lying, right? She thinks there's a future or she, she's trying to get Joel to believe that there's a future. And like you said, but she knows she's going to have to die. But the other way could be just, yeah, I mean, she assumes that there is a future to be had. And so I'm, and I, you know what, you've got me on the line where I, I assumed that she thought there was a tomorrow, but now I feel like, yeah, it could go either way.
1: Well, the other thing is after so many people have died for her, you know, like Tess, Riley didn't necessarily die for her, but she feels responsible for it. Well, she and feels like, like there has to be a payoff for all this stuff. Right, her death would be repayment. For all those people that died for her, right, and, right. And,
2: she, and, well, and she feels like she'd be saving the essentially the world in in the then process. Then it'd be
1: all worth it, you know, right? She's yeah. she's another point where it, the the no education hurts <laughs> because well, first of all, she just agrees, yeah, sure, go ahead and put me to sleep and blah blah blah. But there's no guarantee that they the doctor thinks this might work, right? There's right, no guarantee right. this is going to work.
3: Yes, there's yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. In these doctors, you don't know these fucking doctors. These are people you don't even know. You're just taking their word for it. But this comes from youth and inexperience even though she's experienced a lot. You know, it's like ingrained in people to, to trust doctors. Oh, these doctors know what they're doing. But you don't have the experience to know that you need to ask these questions or say, no, I'm not going to do this. Or no, let me see Joel first. Right. You know, yeah. not that they would listen to her. They probably would have been like, nah, we're going to fucking kill you anyway. But what kind of doctors just automatically go into and in, into the brain without test, doing all kinds of tests and like, oh, we think this is gonna work, so let's just cut into her and be the done kind with it. of oh, yeah.
3: brain surgeons that are left this far into the apocalypse. <laughs> like, well, right? there is also
0: like we don't know how long
1: Joel's been-
3: Joel.
0: We also don't know how long how long Joel's been out too. By the way, like how long he's been knocked out. We don't know if he's completely concussed and they have to work on him for a little while. So maybe they ran all the tests and like, okay, I guess we got to do this thing because let's get this cure ready. But it also goes to maybe Ellie's state of mind where she's like, can we just get this thing done? Because we have. To assume, well, actually, maybe this is a good question to ask. Is that also to say that Ellie knew what was going to happen to her? That she was briefed, and even Marlene kind of says it at the end. This is what Ellie wants. Marlene says they didn't tell her anything.
1: She went under happy and thinking she was up They didn't tell her anything that they were going to fucking cut into a brain and kill her.
3: That was like the mercy that they were giving her. That made me mad.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> made me, me mad. think of the little kid yeah. at the beginning, where they're, they don't tell the little kid, "Hey, we're going to fucking mm. kill you. We're going to give you toys and food
0: and oh. medicine." Mm-hmm. And- Clothes mm-hmm. and, they and who's so just they as didn't. bad as Fedra? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. What'd you say? Fireflies.
1: The fireflies. The
3: fireflies. There you.
0: are
1: firefly people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I I should say, I'm not saying she she knew she was going to die. that She knew she was going to have to be killed for it. But I feel like she knew that was a possibility. And as they got closer to the town, she got quieter and quieter.
0: Oh, that's the point I wanted to go back to. Because you really lit me up just there. Just like a kid going to the doctor. Maybe there's a little of that going on too. How scared somebody is to go through all these tests. And uh, maybe she's not been examined by a doctor to this degree before. Definitely. She's never been tested, obviously, in all these years. Because she would have been caught. It's plausible to believe that she's never really seen a doctor at all ever, except maybe like routine procedures like BP and all that stuff and just height still short. Right, Thomas? There's also like the possibility, hey, will this even cure anybody? And there's also, there's been all this time and travels and trauma and pain and people dying leading up to this. What happens to my life afterwards? And maybe that little small sinking feeling that as much as Joel and she has gone through and that maybe he's thinks even just a little bit that she's still cargo just a little bit you know how some people have stupid thoughts like like they're afraid (laughs) no but like that they're afraid that they don't mean I'm laughing because yes every thought I have is stupid (laughs) well but yeah but that specific thought of like maybe he maybe I don't mean as much to him as he means to me and maybe when this is all over what's gonna happen to us obviously they're closer but it's not until here that we actually see him opening up because maybe he sees that she's scared and maybe he's trying to lift her spirits and as they get closer Closer, and he's trying even harder, like Bridget says, like reaches an apex near the end where he's like being all to her knowledge is he's being so crazy. He's rambling on and on about his daughter and she's <laughs> not insane. saying anything.
3: Unhinged <laughs> makes me, was the term I used. <laughs> I don't
0: agree because I get that feeling. But see, obviously, when unhinged. I'm trying to talk, you guys are doing some weird shit. <laughs> <You're not> listening, <laughs> listening to me. And Why then and then you
3: become me? unhinged, Dave. It's what everybody it's
0: says. So, I mean, everybody's entertained <laughs> by this.
3: And then
2: you're gonna
0: cut you out laugh
3: <laughs> No. <laughs> and then Maybe. he cuts out everything we've done her side.
2: Then <laughs> he cuts out all the laughing. Then he makes us look like robots, just like him. And then
3: he puts the show out and he calls it the squawking Dave. And <laughs> it's just Dave. <laughs> It's just
2: him talking. We're all sitting here quiet.
0: What, what if I did do that? And we released a podcast in parallel. Uh, you know what I should do? Okay, serious, but not serious, obviously. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Sorry. Podcast. We have a whole side podcast where I take all the edited, edited parts out. It's all the crunchy noises and the ums and the clicks <laughs> just, and all the stuff that I chose to take floor. out that's actually funny. <laughs> and that's just a whole other podcast that runs in parallel. And people are like, I don't know what this podcast is about, but <laughs> it's, it's the squawking awesome. companion. It's like you know the
1: ASMR plus. companion.
2: <laughs> You know how like candy companies do like oops bags of like shit, like (laughs) misshapen candies. This is the oops oops podcast. It's the oops bag of podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) All the shit you cut out gets its own podcast. I bet bet we'd get higher ratings.
0: (laughs) Guys, you have no idea the the kind of crazy brain thoughts. Because I'm here editing, right? And sometimes I have to edit out some crazy, crazy shit, right? I had this fantasy once of just like, okay, guys, so here's what I edited out. Enjoy. This is what you guys do, plus me, a little bit, because I'm obviously perfect.
3: <laughs> Clearly.
0: <sighs> I've had that thought for five years.
3: <laughs> I just don't even know. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> this is what you do to me. That's But see, mm-hmm. what, you know what love is? Love is never having to do that. I love you guys.
3: Aw. Too he much. Just, Aww. He, just, he just said he cuts out everything he said. <laughs> This is no no the clip trying to make
2: this,
0: up. Yeah. Oh you want to know what I cut out mostly Wait hold on me. this is It's this charity It's, it's me. me This is her table and the, and Dennis is like hey that's TV and then <laughs> then, there's, then there's then there's Rachel
2: Wait wait don't forget no, that
0: <laughs> happens rarely. And then there's Brid- this is going to get cut out.
2: Then-,
0: <laughs> then there's Bridget. Wait, I I For don't want to do that one. I can't do it, Bridget. That's no, because
3: no. it was it doesn't do it anymore, does it? No, not really. No, <laughs> it was one time, Dave.
0: Occasionally there's it was
3: a one time. I can't. I, time. I just I can't.
0: It's because it. I, I get too I, too. I got bad. too
3: close, and the mic was turned up time too loud, on the and I like and this swallowed, happens. and you could like hear. Right, <laughs> <Really>? like
0: <laughs> sometimes it's like the.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, this is the best show ever. <laughs> okay, it doesn't happen anymore, Dave. I moved the mic
0: No, there's a reason I why it doesn't happen like anymore. Once you don't ever want- swallow on the pie,
3: it doesn't want to drink <laughs> she
2: water.
0: Oh, and occasionally, when you laugh, not even when you laugh, you hit the table and it goes, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, goes, it, goes, it sounds it like that's what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds like a bomb went off. Really At least to me. Anyway, sorry guys, I'm so sorry. It was funny. It is funny.
3: Stop <laughs> funny. apologizing.
0: <No. laughs>
3: we're funny. We're funny. There's right. no, no we worry, but we not really, scary. we really need
1: to get back. I told you. Most times we make you
0: laugh, and sometimes yes. we go deep. Sometimes we talk about the show. <laughs> this is why we don't live stream anymore, by the way. Oh, we
2: love live yes, streaming. This is the
0: reason.
1: One quick little thing. I was watching the episode where they're in the mall, and I, we had talked about stores that were in the mall. There was one that I missed, which is probably the most important one that I should have seen, and that is Hot Things topic. Remembered. No.
3: Oh, Things Remembered. Things
0: Remembered. I had that thought,
1: but oh. I didn't
0: know what that was.
3: Oh, what yep. isn't it, Dave? We had just one in a my novelty mall. of a novelty store.
1: You can't get anything engraved yeah <laughs> yep. that's what yep. it was in
2: my mind oh
0: too. oh yeah. oh my god guys i should have remembered that one because okay let me tell you how i should have remembered that one our first anniversary of evelyn and i being together not married but our first anniversary i gave her an engraved picture frame of she and i on vacation in the bahamas i should have remembered that that's uh, why i was just like what is that what is that yeah and i know those words that's Thank you. why it's called it's things a memory. Yeah, they'll engrave that remember them. That didn't work on me. <laughs> Obviously, it went the wayside in the apocalypse. Things forgotten.
3: <laughs> okay. It's where they sand out your engravements. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where they take out your significant other from the photo. The eternal sunshine of the
1: spotless The spotless engraving. remembered.
3: <laughs>
0: it's uh. like a tattoo. You have to grind it out. <laughs> Right, you have to laser D engrave it. <laughs> oh my God! You want to forget it, your loved ones? It doesn't it's called look Photoshop. Great though,
3: it's just like lasered out in a square, like where.
2: where it's <laughs> right, because
0: you could nowadays you could easily digitally remove people from photos, but like of course you go to a mall to get that done poorly. <laughs>
3: yeah mm-hmm.
0: right oh really you do you, okay <laughs> yeah sure. i do <laughs> i
3: have things de-engraved all the time <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were like
3: <What>? obviously <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh,
0: who wants to read comments because i it, it's way scrolled past me
2: for the most part people disagree with you david pets are like children <laughs> go to hell no, wow. for children for children and then there's flesh some children are better there's some flesh children jokes david thomas is gonna go watch flesh children of a lesser god or maybe he'll watch flesh Yikes. children of the corn
3: are you drinking a four loco? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Heather heather's gonna leave to go yes. hang out with her flesh child great seeing us goodbye heather, Bye, Bye, heather. enjoy yes. your flesh children nobody's gonna go watch
1: problem flesh kid <laughs> What, what about the good flesh son? Oh,
2: no. About, oh, no. yeah, Thomas is going to watch the karate flesh kid. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) Takira makes a point to tell us that most times in movies or shows where there's a cure needed, someone has to die to get it. So, yes, I can definitely agree that she was feeling like she was going to die. That's why she knew Joel had killed everyone. Takira tells us Ellie's always been quick witted and smart. So I figured she could read into that if she thinks hard enough about the situation. So, yeah, reality sort of sunk in the closer they were getting to the end game here. It's and it's scary. And what comes
0: after, right?
2: What does yeah. my life look like after the cure? Where's Thomas my purpose? Thomas wants to go? see your silhouette in a bike basket flying in front of the moon. Oh, <laughs> will you
0: be the one pedaling the bike? That would be cute, wouldn't it? No.
3: <laughs> Dave covered in a blanket. <laughs> Big
0: old Thomas on a B- BMX bike. I think go- I think we could sh- I think we should do this. <laughs> oh my.
3: By the way, Thomas, yes, we should do this at the it. camp.
0: Anyway, let's keep going. Yikes. Thomas also now. says my favorite flesh host. So,
3: Aww. yeah. Aw, you're my favorite well, why flesh Why didn't you read that? That was the goldest listeners. comment. <laughs> I, I don't
0: like saying listeners. I not gotten
2: down that far yet.
3: I don't like saying it. I don't like the word flesh. I don't <laughs> I think I
0: like it anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's too juicy. Squawking flesh. Well, let's, let's go. Let's keep going though, too, because it's the giraffe that kind of perks her up continuing this thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know it was explained in the insider of the episode or insider that it dovetails really nicely to what I said a little bit before, which was what comes after stuff like this. There's more to see Ellie. There's more to do. And so I thought that was a nice, beautiful thing, a beautiful moment. But what I wasn't looking at was Ellie as much as I was looking at Joel, that sign of relief that everything's going to be okay. I do that with you guys sometimes. Like, go. I- I, like when I'm trying to make a point and it's not landing, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you start mm-hmm. laughing, and then I, I start to smile and go, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> and then they realize I realize they're not laughing at me; me they're laughing at something Thomas said just now.
3: <laughs> Actually, it was Lois this again. time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lois said, but, "But can Dave reach the
0: pedals?" <laughs> That's why Thomas has been employed as the Ellie. <laughs> It was, it was like Elliot, as the Elliot riding Elliot, the bike. Elliot. In fact, Thomas might be a little bit too big for a kid's BMX. so It's just age before beauty. But uh, And of course, the callback, the almost word for word, not word for word, but callback from episode two, as they're watching the giraffes from a different distance, it was the same as the Capitol building. Can't deny that view. Mm-hmm. Literally, Joel
1: asking Ellie and Ellie responding the same way. The name of the baseball field was Bethany Claire Field. Oh. And that was named after the wife of the guy who designed that location
0: in the game. Oh, that's cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. I love fictional locations I named after people that. in the show. That's the woman she, he had to be away from while he was designing that baseball field. Because <laughs> you don't know the game industry. Which, by the way, we had mentioned this basically when we first started podcasting. And that is, of course, part one of the video game has dropped on PS5. That's not what we reported. Most of you don't have PS5. What we reported was that the game is already available via Steam as of two episodes ago. So if you don't have a PS5, download The Last of Us Part 1 on Steam. It is the remastered version. You folks.
3: can play it on PS4.
0: I don't even have that. I do. Oh, you're everyone.
3: No, I'm just saying like <laughs> PS, PS4 ps is a pretty common game console. Well, I mean,
0: but you know how it is. Oh, uh, most people have something and then they don't have it. And, they, and then there's yeah. the alternative. Anyway. I mean, Steam, you can get Steam on a lot of things. You
3: can get both of the games on PS4. That's what I'm saying. Nobody has to have PS5 money. Is as expensive. Can I mention that this episode was essentially a shot-for-shot remake of, of the video the game. game? Just
2: yeah.
3: nice little bits and pieces that were different, but the dialogue is really the same. The conversation, Joel, down and to I the had, end too. Him
2: trying to shoot himself and everything. That I think was
0: extra, right?
3: Yeah, that I don't recall. Okay, that I don't recall. But but maybe it was. I don't re- I don't remember. It's a lot of gameplay, and I didn't do it. I just was watching it because I'm still not at this part in the game because I don't have time. But Why don't we focus on that for God a second, Thank God I have though. two years to play part two. <laughs>
0: As opposed to two weeks or whatnot. But let's focus on that one bit where Joel finally reveals, just like Ellie finally reveals. Ellie reveals her first kill. Joel reveals that that scar was from when he tried to kill himself, which is something that Ellie brought up in episode three, long, long time at the beginning. And Joel tries to bring up, she says, I killed someone too. I lost someone too. And she brings this up in episode four. Please hold on to my hand. And it's kind of interesting to where Joel brings this up finally to explain to her, and maybe this is to soothe her nerves, that I'm in this for the long haul. I'm not trying to appease you for now, just to get rid of you later. You cured... Oh, I shouldn't use that word ever again. (laughs) And as long as it's not the cure, (laughs) you healed me. It wasn't time. I'm in this for the long haul. And so Ellie maybe brings this up at the end to say, Joel, I'm not going anywhere. Tell me the truth. And maybe that's what might make everything worse. The fact that he still lied. Even after she said what she'd said about Riley at the end. I still don't have a fully formed thought as to how these connect precisely. Obviously Riley's, I mean, we'll say the love of her life at that point in time in her life, her early life, where she didn't know any better. I don't know. Maybe... They're the I don't know, and that happened, and it was terrible, and it was tragic on multiple levels. But you
3: have to think of what being a teenager and being in in love is like. I didn't
0: want to diminish it, but how I also painful
3: it is, and how the breakup is bad enough. It's the end of your life as you know it because you're hormonal and you don't know any different. Because pain is relative, and you're not far enough into life to know that there may be things that are worse or different kinds of pain, and
0: or maybe it wasn't as bad but as. But imagine thought it was, having or... to
3: kill that person.
0: Also so, right, right.
3: Okay, so you asked about that and then you were asking about, are yeah. you asking about Joel's reveal of of, of
0: how he tried to kill himself? How does that line oh, up? Because okay, okay, I mean, they're okay, both yeah, yeah, revealing yeah, yeah, yeah. big ass truths.
3: It's not so much a juxtaposition as it is him attempting to relate to her. She just went through something really hard. It's before she owns up to the thing with Riley, but she's gone through the thing with Riley. She's gone through this whole trip where Tess has died. Sam has died. Henry has died. Well, Henry killed himself in front of them. Bill has died. She didn't know him, but you go to save this person or help them and then they're dead. She's seen a lot of loss and then she is kidnapped and essentially tormented by a real creep.
0: And almost raped.
3: If there had been more build to that, though, I think maybe it would have sold the her being upset for a long period of time. Like if, if I'm arguing like the opposite of what Charity was saying, that it wasn't her knowing that she's going to die or it wasn't a fear of not knowing what happens after your purpose is completed or whatever. Let's say it's about the Actual event. It's a hard sell because it went too quickly, episode wise, in my opinion. I'm not saying she would have been over it. No, you don't just get over that stuff. But within a couple months, you bounce back a little. You're capable of putting the mask back on.
1: Ellie is not the person to stay upset and depressed. Otherwise, she would just be like that her entire life. She would have been like that after Riley. Kids are resilient. They bounce back. You can't keep them down forever. She's going to be laughing at jokes. And
3: it's all that mask building, right? Like we all do the same thing. We hide behind humor because that makes it easier. If I can joke about it or talk about it openly and make a joke about myself or be self-deprecating or whatever, I can deal with it more. It makes it easier. And that's very much within Ellie's personality type because that's the kind of goofy silly ellie we've seen we don't right, right. get that here clearly it's joel trying to more connect with her i think than there is any sort of juxtaposition i think it's almost a parallel instead or an attempt well, at yeah
0: kind of like what we we're saying in the reaction video this is kind of like a like a role reversal joel is trying to get under her skin <laughs> trying to get her to perk up why don't you love me <laughs> Ellie did in the beginning, (laughs) which also narratively works really well to see the shoe on the other foot. I can write this off in two ways. One, the easier way is to say what Mason says in the episode or Insider, which is kind of like, well, yeah, what time does, and he was referring to Joel at the time, but this can also apply to Ellie. What time does is it makes the pain fade into the background, sort of, in a sense, but it's always there. It's always accessible when something triggers it or when you least expect it or suspect it. But the other way we can write it off, isn't it like this series? in a sense where feelings and events kind of goes to the song the sun always shines on TV things don't always turn out the way we expect our emotions don't come in a formula package all the time and they don't always come when we want them to and we don't always feel better when we're supposed to isn't it that way isn't life that way life is kind of messy I mean even this ending there's that part of you that little hello I'm here that part of you that thinks that maybe what Joel did is wrong in a sense well there's getting Ellie and taking her out and even Marlene offered joel a piecemeal of hey take him outside give him this knife and leave him on his merry way but joel robotically like dave (laughs) murdered almost everybody in that building Uh, and i wouldn't do that but just saying we're both robots so me and joel are the same and so he like (laughs) murdered everybody in that building and so it's do the people who live in your building know about that (laughs) <laughs> I tell them. I tell them in our weekly newsletters. You are all dead meat. If it, <laughs> dead meat. I am the David from the last episode. I mean, come meet the dead. Walking yeah. Right, M E A T the dead.
2: As long as they, as long as they shoot all around you and alert you to their presence and give you ample time to aim and prepare. Yes, they're terrible shots.
3: It. Why? Yes. Is- you live in a
2: building full of storm. All tumors. anti-gun liberals. <laughs> all, I'm just kidding yeah. anyway.
3: <laughs> to say they don't have guns that's why
0: <laughs> that's getting edited out definitely <laughs> actually the guy that would find it funny that might listen to the podcast might think that's funny actually but
3: <laughs> why is the phrase dead meat like get to me now it's like so dated because we kept
0: saying kid flesh it's, it's like maybe so they don't 80s? pair well. I no, and so
3: back 80s. to eating children I picture like uh Sean Astin as a kid saying it <laughs> like, you're dead, you're dead, dead meat,
0: meat. In, the, this, in this motion, right? Where your hands. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Why. Your fist is hitting your hand. Yeah. Right. Yes. That 315. Are, that or one of these. At the Jungle Gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Where your the index finger is cutting the. Th- audio podcast. Index finger is cutting the throat. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You
3: have to. Sorry. Hey. Like this. With your index finger is cutting You'll you never know what we like were doing.
2: Gesturing Gesturing <laughs> from left to right slowly across the throat with your index finger. <laughs> Gotta, I love you. I, love
0: I know you, you do. do. I got to do I got to do God's work here, man. The robots got to do God's work. Thank Beep-bop pork. Thank God you're a robot. Robots <laughs> have a god.
1: Yeah,
0: Ooh. it's Bender. Okay.
3: Oh, Makes totally, sense, right? Totally, so I totally
0: so accept so. that. That was totally so like so okay. that. Okay.
3: Yes. Kiss Obviously, my shiny
0: metal butt. Anyway, so <laughs> I mean, I wrote this down. It's worth mentioning. Maybe we could talk about it again. This is why I feel so bad for Marlene. Marlene yet again has to rip Ellie away from another parent, and she knows it. This guy's got feelings.
2: What? I'm gonna stop you right there. She yeah. has to rip Ellie away from another parent. Her mom was dead. I'm not She's saying rip her away. against she her will. She also handed her. She also handed <laughs> her over. She said I don't she, she gave her her the baby It's a No,
0: but what I'm saying is she has to take a, a child. Away from a mother, child should be with their mother. This time, you just called Joel a mother. <laughs> um, stop being so heteronormative. <laughs> says, the,
2: says the robot. Oh, damn, Pedro <laughs> Pascal is clearly you a daddy. no know,
1: Joel is short for Jolene.
0: <laughs> no, Joel is
3: Joel the real he just identifies as a mommy mommy he is clearly though. I don't know I can't even no
0: with this I can't even can't even but again a parent as what I said at first you see it in her face it's like oh dude's got feels and she didn't expect that cargo remember the first episode throwing Ellie to the floor and kicking the switchblade away and then giving this very same switchblade back to him as like a parting piecemeal look thank you for delivering Ellie we don't want to kill you get the hell out of here thank,
1: thank you for delivering the beef to the door. Right. Just call
0: him Omaha Steaks.
2: He was like, DoorDash, you t- should have taken a picture when he got there. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> please don't hand me the delivery. What added to that, because I was writing all this down, that Switchblade has traveled not only to Joel, not only to Ellie, but it was Anna's Switchblade mm. too. The very Switchblade they give Joel. Hey, let's beat you over the head with this metaphor of me taking away this child from you again. Please take my child and then there's please don't take my child. There's no reason for you to do this. Obviously there is to try to say. the the world, but when that kid's your world, did you
3: really
2: think Marlene was going to let Joel go? She even told the guys when he I was know. like,
0: "If he blank shoot him." No, you know how I know there's still time to turn it around at the end. Do you think she was she'd be so stupid as to put her her gun down? But see, that goes to show how near the end, even she goes, "We can still turn this ship around. We can still work on this cure." I don't know. Maybe she was committing suicide. What do you think? She puts her gun to the side as if Joel, who just murdered tens of thousands of people. <laughs> does that go to the fact that she wants to well it's in the games at least i mean who's the real who's the real fungus Wait, I wrote this down. The fireflies are an an infection too, Sharon And I said Mm -hmm. in a way, ideology is unrelenting and persists and wants to spread. That's why Marlene can't see the forest for the trees at the end after Joel kills everybody in that building almost. And then she still does the stupid thing that nobody does in the apocalypse that we've seen in every single episode and doesn't trust anybody. She trusts Joel enough to say, hey, we can do it. Her ideology is instructing her to do stupid things. You're a genius, Sharon (laughs) Just because i'm a genius too
3: i know it (laughs) (laughs) she never doubted isn't that crazy
0: though it makes her do stupid things i insist you show my picture dave so for the audio podcast because we have to do this (laughs) it is the very picture of thomas as elliot from the movie (laughs) et with his face on very big head on and my very big head as et in the basket in the front (laughs) and it's just absolute perfect and it's really good too. Can you please? And obviously,
3: this has to go on socials. Like, please. If you listen to the audio
0: podcast, you can see a picture. This picture in the blog because it definitely will make it. So there you go.
3: This needs to be front and center on the Instagram page.
2: That almost killed
0: me. I just choked. I made for the audio podcast with the ET theme music too. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
1: The giraffe scene also made me think of Jurassic Park, the original <laughs> Jurassic Park, when yep. they're feeding the big I, brontosaurus. I
2: said the, ex- I said the same thing.
0: I think you did in the reaction video. I did. I just said I did. You did. The- no, sure. I meant no,
2: I meant while we were watching it's the Jurassic episode. Jurassic Park. I said, this is giving me Jurassic Park <laughs> Jurassic vibes Park. right now.
0: An elephant. <laughs> Jurassic Park and
2: Elephant. I kept waiting Mm. for the giraffe to sneeze on them.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Do they do that? That's more like llamas, isn't it? Well,
3: it happened. It happened happened in Jurassic Jurassic Park. Park.
0: Watching the Z Frank video
1: about giraffes when his tongue stuck out, I kept thinking about that video we watched the Z Frank video. Isn't that how they smell? No, that's a snake. Maybe that's an (laughs) anteater too, right? (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's a snake.
1: A snake <laughs> smells with its tongue. Mm. It's going to get cut so out anyway. They're very close. They're very close. When
3: I'm wrong, I just cut it out.
1: <laughs> I just cut it out.
3: Snakes, <laughs> snakes and that's elephants
1: are out. very close together.
3: <laughs> that way no really? one ever knows.
1: <laughs> Let's
0: take that out too. <laughs> <laughs> take, all that's left is like a five minute clip. Is this the whole podcast? Take all the laughter and joy out of it? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Just like these shows do to our lives. Oh, mm.
2: great. Oh. No, no shit. Ra- 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 ra.
0: Many people think that Ellie's silence at the end means that she knows that Joel is lying, and everybody and their mother, including Bella Ramsey, is saying that the same thing as well. First of all, do you all agree?
3: Yes. Yes.
0: I don't know. I don't know if she if she
1: knows he's lying. She might think something is up because he's acting really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but You're just fair. like my daughter. But.
3: She's better than you in a lot of ways, but it's cool.
0: She's <laughs> <laughs> like babbling. <laughs> like, that's not to say, uh, no,
1: His your like, smiles were okay. really big. <laughs> but she would have liked how funny you were. No offense. No offense. No offense.
3: No offense. It's so funny because in the video game, the lines are the same. Oh, really? The delivery is 100% different. Troy Baker delivers them more like deadpan because that's how Joel is in the game. He doesn't show a lot of emotion. (sighs) And I like Pedro's. Well, I like him for different reasons because Pedro Pascal is like so unhinged and his eyes get bigger. He's like, and he starts talking faster because he's just crazy. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And and so they're both good for their own reason, because Troy's is like a little more like he's just chatting and he's just trying to fill the space with conversation. Whereas (laughs) I can't Joel in the TV show is just like, don't be mad at me. Right. (laughs) Which I, I prefer because like,
0: it triggers me because I, I feel nervous like this, too, when people don't respond to some of the things I say. It makes me want to talk more and like fill the silence in, like, right, like I'm doing now.
3: Make a compilation video of you doing this during the podcast.
0: No, that, that I you know.
3: Unhinged Dave.
0: <laughs> it will be 900 hours long. Like most of our podcasts. 35 uh, <laughs> <laughs> minutes It's greater than three hours, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, the easy answer to that is obviously she knows Joel's lying to me. But I happen to think that we can look at it a different way too. Imagine you went through all this pain, all this trauma. You saw people die, Tess, Sam, Henry, Riley, all these people that were sacrificed to get you to where you're supposed to go. When you got there, let's pretend, let's use this as an an example, whether you believe it or not. She gets there, she's feeling kind of nervous. My purpose is coming up, my moment is coming. I'm nervous. I can't thinking about this. And Joel's trying to cheer me up with Boggle and, and all this stuff and Beefaroni. You like Beefaroni, right? 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 Okay. That moment- You ever played Boggle? Went- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. With like my eyes are, they're it's, boggling it's
1: big in, out of my head. It's really big in Texas. My my neighbor, Peggy, used
2: to yeah. play Boggle. You ever played
0: Boggle? <laughs> Super Mario Brothers? What movie? <laughs> What is what movie? that?
3: Bobble I don't know. Super Mario Brothers? What movie is Ghostbusters? that? Ghostbusters. Damn it. Really? Dave.
0: Yeah. Ghostbusters oh, 2 I'm actually, so I think it. <sighs> yeah. When so Lewis bad. is going out on a yeah. date, date with Janine. Yeah.
3: Oh. Yeah. Yes. Taking
0: care. of, Anyways. Yeah. So
3: We're damn disappointments. What kind of pop culture Oh, are we?
0: So imagine, if you will, that Joel says you're not that special. First of all, he said in a a different way, you are a dime a dozen or dozens, maybe a baker's, a gross, if you will. (coughs) And he said, (laughs) even despite that, there is no cure and all of that pain was for nothing. How would you feel? I brought the room down. That's what I do. Well, no, you'd feel great, right, Bridget? (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to
3: be alive
0: (laughs) no I don't think she is
3: I get that I get that well and you have to account for like mopey teenage feelings right
0: I would feel that way as a 44 year old I was meant to have this thing to be this well, person I
1: mean we talked about it before about Joel having purpose you know first it was Sarah right. and then, okay Ellie doesn't have a purpose anymore but she does there's always a purpose you want to save the world go and fucking do something good you want to make up for all the bad shit you've done go do something fucking good go back to Jackson and help them do something good
0: right well Don't- let's first say to Kira <laughs>
3: Thank you for thank the tip. You. Thanks, Takira. I appreciate
1: it. Thank you, Takira. <laughs> Joel has a purpose too, and his purpose is Ellie. Ellie's purpose was to save the world. Joel's purpose is to save Ellie, whose purpose is going to win out. And Ellie's purpose, Ellie, I'm sorry, but you have no fucking idea if that even would have worked. You're sacrificing yourself for a, something that might work. Like we, we just talked about a little while ago about, you know, do, what the fuck are do these doctors? know? You, you're just putting your lives in their hands for a possibility that you might do something good. Why don't you stay alive and go back and help keep Jack? and alive and have babies and repopulate the fucking earth. Whoa. Maybe you can pass along through your genetics. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can pass that along to your children.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course, she's a kid. Kids have are notorious for thinking, and Bridget touched on this earlier, that breakup, that love of my life, that was the worst thing that ever happened to me until the next thing that actually hurt more down the line. Maybe a year later, that guy was the love of my life, or that girl was the love of my life. And so she can't think that far ahead. She is just devastated from the jump. She's just coming out of this thing, but literally, she's coming out of anesthesia. (laughs) She's like, oh, what? It didn't work. I'm not special. All of this was for nothing. And I would be stuck on that for a while. What is left of me and what all the shit that I went through? It was all for nothing. Do I even deserve to live? I saw
2: it all over her face that she just didn't believe him.
3: That's that's what I assumed, too.
0: You can marry those two things. She heard all of that and then she went, all right, that's the story
2: we're going with.
3: Okay.
0: Right. I'm just saying that that's easy. But I think you can marry those two things and come up with like a bigger, bigger answer. It's almost too hard to believe that. That all of this was for nothing. So you must be lying.
3: You could say that. I think there's also something to be said for the fact that Ellie did have a purpose before all of this. She was gonna work her way up in Fedra. I think we can all agree that she was on board for that. That was taken away from her. Now this was taken away from her.
0: Oh, so any choice right.
3: that she's had in like ha- what her purpose will be or what she does with her life has been stripped away. You have to understand she's still a teenager, and that is like life-altering stuff when you're that age.
0: Right. So now we go to Joel's lie And this is the worst thing Charity, your immediate reaction was And I don't know, do you still feel the same way That you really, really hated what Joel did To the point where you don't want to watch the show anymore Like you said in the post-watch live stream
1: I got over the not-want-to-watch-the-show okay, No, that that's was a good reaction.
0: No, no, and I like that I like that we can reflect on that It was
1: gutting like it, just, it was like a fucking punch in the stomach to me that, that Joel would do that Especially when you have the growth Where he went back and um, let her make the choice When they were in Jackson She wasn't just Cargo anymore and now he's put her right back in the status of being cargo again without giving her any agency. Even worse is he's trying to hide it from her. Which he's told us all along he's not a good guy. He's done terrible things. But we never thought the terrible thing would be to Ellie.
0: And we never really seen the depths and of where just, we go. after just
1: winning her trust to the point where they're together, and he's going to tell her this big fat fucking lie that she's going to find out eventually. She's going to find out that it's a lie.
0: They it's, tend to some reveal themselves. But... I love the paradox of this though, right? Because he's lying in order to give her agency in a sense even though he's taking away some of her agency to make that choice which Marlene I didn't notice that Marlene didn't give her a choice thank you for telling me because I had thought that she was on board but he lies to her so that he can give her her agency so that she can have more choices than just this than no choices when you die you have no choices oh Lois just tipped us twelve dollars also thank you Lois thank you I love you too thank you Lois Lois. well I mean so much I can't wait to see you both at the camp. Oh, my God. No, that's that's so great. Yes. The paradox of agency or the paradox of choice is once you're dead, you cannot make any more choices. And what is a father to do? He's shown his desperation throughout the episode. Be Ferroni, Boggle. <laughs> you're not like my daughter. But that's not to say I don't like you. And then he's so desperate that he says he wants to put this to bed. Elliam, do you want a life or not? Do you want to see more giraffes? You can't beat that view. Well, you can't beat that view if you're dead.
3: Okay, I have a question for you guys then. Knee jerk reaction. Did he make the right choice or not? It's hard to say. Well, no, yes. like yes or no. Yeah, I want a yes I've come around
1: to it though. The choice that he made to save Ellie was the right choice. The choice that he made to lie was
2: not. Okay. Yes. Same. I agree. He should not have lied to her.
0: I agree with him lying to her and saving her actually okay. I've really really thought about this well I mean but why
1: lie because she can't go back they're all dead what fucking point does, difference does it make now she can't run away and go back to the fireflies just tell her the fucking truth because no matter what you do eventually she's gonna find out and that's gonna make it so much fucking worse so just be straight up Ellie they were gonna kill you why
0: sugarcoat it they were gonna kill you so I fucking saved you because as a kid she wouldn't have understood that decision at all I
3: agree with you guys and she would
0: hate him for it but it's not about that
3: I think that he made- made the right choice in both situations, but it's innately selfish. Yes, part of it is to save her, but I think part of it is to save himself. By having her around, he is the new Joel that we know now. The Joel that's coped through the death and everything and and is crazy for... (laughs) For
1: <laughs> Wasn't it friends where they were trying to do a good deed that didn't benefit themselves and finally Phoebe was like she let a
0: bee stinger because
2: yes. <laughs> it hurt her. Yes, yes. yes, yes. So yes. There was no yes.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, actually. Sort of. <laughs> think.
1: So yes, Joel did it for himself, but he also did it for Ellie because
3: For
0: sure doesn't want her to be dead
1: well yeah no.
3: obviously
0: what parent wants their child to die I f- ever i really, feel period. like
3: we would i don't know it, we would be remiss if we didn't admit i that. thank
0: you for doing that because it, it is a gradient too like right? okay do you agree with him executing everybody and saving ellie okay let's move on well
3: i mean that part do was you agree cool with him blind so yeah yeah <laughs> i had mixed feelings about
0: that actually remember in the
1: walking dead when (laughs) they had the big battle and they just sent morgan in and he wiped out the whole so like fedra just hire joel to take out the fireflies (laughs) (laughs) i mean you didn't need all these fucking patrols and shit just send joel in there i'm
3: not gonna lie to you i thought you were doing the chris farley thing at the beginning (laughs) Wait, which
0: one? Because you were Hold like,
3: remember, remember, remember that time? Remember,
0: <laughs> remember? That, yeah, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> no, but you know, there's something odd about what you just said. It goes back to the black and white theory, mix purple, where you have diametrically opposed ideologies. They work a lot like a yin and yang, right? What happens when Fedra wins? What happens when the Fireflies win? It's almost as if they need each other to survive and coexist, in a sense. Daenerys said it. It's
1: one family on top of the wheel, and it rolls over and crushes everybody. One family's on top, then the next is on top, then the next is on top, and it just crushes everybody beneath it so fireflies are on top then fedras on top then whoever the fuck comes next
0: and in a sense the wheel keeps on moving because of that right and so why didn't the fi- FEDRA wipe out the fireflies? Why didn't the fireflies wipe out FEDRA? They can't. They're part of the game. They're part of the wheel. Both of them are like the fungus feeding on the host. And if they kill the host, then they die. Okay. Now we're going to show you what Rachel-
3: <laughs> Who did that? Dude, who, her did duties. that? who did that? Who did Thomas did Who did that to me? Who did
2: that this to me? This was not
3: me. This was not me. This was Thomas.
0: This should be our, our promotion for the <laughs> no, camp.
3: No. No, it should not. <laughs> put this on <laughs> he a He literally picked the worst photo of me. <laughs>
0: That is like the best photo of you for this poster, though. <laughs> Actually, these are really good photos.
2: No,
3: they yours are great. Mine is atrocious. Dude, it's, you're literally, it's literally, literally a picture of me you're, hungover.
0: You're literally Winston Zedmore being like ghosts again, right? No, you're the Zedmore. Uh, the
3: tagline on that post is, "I woke up like this." <laughs> Because no, literally that's how I woke up.
0: Somebody somebody adjust this because it looks like Bridget was just slimed and so that's what should be depicted here. But fix it so that it looks like Bridget is slimed and she's so, like not happy about it. I,
3: I am irate right now. I don't, oh. I, don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Post it so, everywhere. Post it everywhere.
0: I love for it. For the audio podcast, for the audio podcast. who, who did this Thomas? Thomas did this. Thomas depicts us, four hosts, as the Ghostbusters on the poster of Ghostbusters 2. I look great, so let's just go with that. So, Also, I'm right oh all gosh. the time. Oh, Aiden says, can I be Stay Puft? No, that's Ghostbusters 1. We destroyed you in the first one already. You have to be the Aiden of Liberty. Oh, yeah. That, see, that works way yeah, better, doesn't be, it? You'd be in drag, Aiden. <laughs> I'm really, really glad that we got to crush this particular episode, and it's the series finale. And how are you guys feeling about where we're at? And I don't know when the second season is going to even deign to come in
3: 2025, come on the air. they said.
0: Oh God, just like Game of Thrones, yeah, as innocent or House, House of, the of the Dragon, Dragon too, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah,
3: we got Oof. a lot of time before these shows come. But out.
0: Ted Lasso the 15th, and I'm watching The Glory and Lucky Hank the 17th. Thomas updated the image according to my oh my request, God. and God. we're going to show no. it. Right now, and I think it makes more sense.
3: I don't think I'm gonna like it. (laughs) I think I'm gonna, no, you're
0: not gonna like it. But she was just slimed, and uh, there you go.
3: (laughs) I look like (laughs) Fiona from Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) No, we're going to end the show like this, actually.
0: (laughs) Another bit of housekeeping that I should have said from the top, to satiate the fans for having to wait so long, but I think they're going to release this next week. They're going to be showing a behind the scenes special bonus episode, basically. Thank you for all being here and reacting to this episode. Thank you for your participation, both on Instagram and on YouTube and Facebook and wherever else you guys are coming from. It really is important to us that you are attending these episodes because frankly, even the last, last of us is doing gangbusters even though i think in some ways the last of us it is a little bit of a break from the walking dead especially the pain of them ending the walking dead it is a nice little salve it's an alternative thing to look at my point is that the walking dead numbers are so much more higher than the last of us. And so when you make when you're able to make these live streams and able to listen to these podcasts, it really, really means a lot to us. The numbers are significantly lower, but it's the fact that it's still where it's at is because of you. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for helping Quality us wrap over up
2: over quantity.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's consolidation. The meat, the chaff is still there. The think, substrate, right? the if good you one. will. <laughs> it's substrate (laughs) that's not no anyway so without further ado I would like to say thank you and then also if you like what you've heard head over to ratethispodcast.com slash Dead. five stars in an eggplant is all we need to know that you love us but tell us what you like tell us what you didn't like tell us what we missed probably a lot but just remember to tell us at the end of every episode and if you really like what we're doing the best thing you can do to signal the way you like us is to head over to either ko-fi.com slash Walking. Dead or patreon.com slash dead and just follow us it's a little signal that we're doing something right when you follow us there we'll post little behind the scenes messages that we don't post on social media like including our recording schedules when we do go back to a pre-recorded schedule should you decide to tip us like Takira and Lois did tonight during a stream or even when we're not streaming you'll get access to our supportive back content on Kofi for 30 days and if you want to take your support a little further you can join a membership tier for as little as a dollar a month get access to our Discord like Aiden does hi Aiden I love you and Thomas even though he doesn't know how to use Discord and uh, uh, you can also get our unedited episode recordings And some really cool behind the scenes specials Free stuff in the shop, obviously And a whole bunch more Just for a, a dollar a month It's crazy, it's crazy We're insane, why do we even do it? But in any case, I've been your host David Cameo I really hope you guys enjoyed the this season of The Last of Us I did very much I did, yeah It went beyond my expectations, honestly Way beyond
1: I really did not think I would like this show as much as I do I really love it
0: My reaction too, I'm surprised by my own reaction, actually and Bridget's like can we end this podcast with the face
3: I'm tired. <laughs> I've
0: been your host, David Cameo, and I was joined by Cosmom09, Rachel Burt, Sharon D.K. Blaze Garter, and of course, Bridget, ko com slash Punky Brewster. That's P-U-N-K-Y-B-R-U-Y-S-E-T-E-R. But if
1: you want to spell her name, it's like B-K-K-J-Y-F-T-D-D-C-C-S-T. <laughs> sure. M-O-U-S-E. <H-E-T-E.
3: laughs> it's like uh, at Starbucks, and you tell them Mark with a C, and they write "cark." <laughs>
1: Car- <laughs> yeah. Bridget, <world. laughs> we really like
0: your bid. You mean Ponky? <laughs> Why does it oh, say Ponky on, oh. on my on my <laughs> on my coffee cup? We'll see you at the camp very soon. And yes. who knows what we'll be posting about next or live streaming about next. Well, if you're following us on KO5.com slash our patreon.com slash you may find out. Good night, everybody. We'll see you we'll probably see you very soon. Remember to subscribe, like, and enable all notifications so you can find out.
3: And then I saw her face. Nah,
0: not a, trace.
3: Not a trace of slime so in my
0: mind. I'm, I'm in love. love. Ooh. I'm, I'm, believer. A believer. <laughs> okay, I'm a believer. I'm a needer if I try. 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 Oh,
3: God.
0: <laughs> you say you couldn't eat her if you tried? I wouldn't believe her at all if she looked like that. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do look like that. <laughs> so mean! <laughs>
0: Wow, guys, we made it to the end of the first season of The Last of Us. As always, we like to thank our upper tier members on either ko-fi.com slash squawkingdead or patreon.com slash squawkingdead for supporting us throughout this journey on The Last of Us series provided by HBO. And they are starting with the Survivors tier members at RealRyanGM on Twitter, at Jones 71 on Instagram, or at JonesAJ6 on Twitter, and Linda Peck Athens, aka FanArtLindy, who you can reach at ko. Dash fi.com slash fanartlindy. On to our whispers here members. We've got at judith.morton on Instagram, Aiden Atkin, who you can reach at ko fi.com slash Aiden Atkin. He has a new blog available for you to peruse. At Tyler Philip Cox on both Instagram and Twitter. At sandy.d.morrison on Facebook. At j13vorhees on both Instagram and Twitter. And newbaby420 on Instagram or at Tashiyama on Twitter. Thank you all again profusely for listening to our coverage of the last of us it's been quite a journey and we will have so much more to say in the coming weeks and months as the walking dead spinoffs including fear the walking dead air and perhaps some cool surprises coming up on both streaming and audio podcast platforms the best way to find out about all of these is to either follow us on patreon or ko-fi and throughout everything i want you to remember that we are squawking dead